should we just jump straight in? Yeah. And just give everybody a heads up that there's a massive giveaway coming. Do we even, <laughs> like, what date is this going to go out? I do not know. The This this episode? I don't yeah. know either. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so we're recording this at the end of August. So, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, just to give everybody a shout. Oh, by the way, hello, everybody. <laughs> Hope you're doing great. Uh, we are going to be doing a massive giveaway, and it's yeah. coming in a few weeks' time, um, and we're giving away some extreme bases. So I wanted to just give you a heads up about it now. We haven't got all of the bases nailed down yet, but I can give you three. Oh, I'll give okay. you three three bases that we're giving away. Just right at the top what? of the pod, you're going to give us three? We're gonna, I'm going to right at the top of the pod. Ooh. Hold Ooh. on to your pants, people. <laughs> hold on to your socks because I might shoot off. I hit Wait, something hold, in the face. Hold on to your trousers or your or pants or both. Or It's confusing. Oh, both. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when somebody said hold on to your pants, do you think they're, they're undercrackers or not? Do you guys call them your undercrackers? No, no, no one says undercrackers. No, you do. No one. <laughs> Feel free to use that at will. Oh, thank you. Now, yes, now you've just changed all of American culture. Undercrackers it is, dude. Undercrackers. Hold on to your pants. Yeah, that's, that's to me, that's holding on to your jeans. Correct? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I always... For you, is it holding on to your undercrackers? Yeah. Yeah, because if your pants fly off, at least you've still got your undercrackers on. Uh, anyway, right, okay, so, <laughs> so here is, here's three bases, and I think we're giving away five or six bases, here's three, Okay. so we're giving away, for sure, upcoming in a few weeks' time, oh, Alan's delivering as well, the fries, oh, the fries, here. do you know that this is the first commercial chocolate bar that was ever made, fries, peppermint <sighs> cream, there you go, um, that is a delicious chocolate bar, by it the way. It is a delicious chocolate bar. It is so delicious. Yes. Yeah. I've had it's those fun. over there. And I, do, uh, quick do you aside, do you no, we don't have them. We do not have that. We oh, do oh. not have that. In fact, we don't have the most delicious chocolate. You guys do. All the Cadbury shit that is over there, we don't have that. You don't None have it. Do you have I mean, Hershey's? Yeah. Yeah. But I, Hershey's, Hershey's is not, to me... To me, it is not in the same league at all. As Cadbury's? No. Oh. And, and your Cadbury tastes different than ours. The stuff that we have, you get the odd you know, dairy so milk bar in a, in a weird part of the grocery store. And if you buy that and you think you're going to have that same experience that you have over in the UK, you are sorely mistaken, my friend. We've got like aisles of Cadbury's. Oh, and it's just the best. I'm there and I'm just like, rah, 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 like a boost, dude. Boost oh, is my boost favorite. <laughs> well, lion bud, you like lion bars? I love it all. Is the lion? Does the lion have raisins in it? It used to have peanuts in it, but they okay. changed it. No okay. peanuts anymore. No peanuts. They've gone. What's the Alan? What's the uh, Alan? Welcome to the podcast, by the way. <laughs> they the lion bar at the minute. Yeah, because it used to be peanuts, didn't it? Now it's like biscuity. It's sort of like wafer and biscuit, and Ugh. it's badass, man. Lime is one of my favorite. It's all so delicious. Uh, I had one that had raisins in it, and and I know that that's controversial in chocolate and in desserts in general. But I quite liked it. Oh, dude, I love raisins in chocolate. Yeah. yeah, I love raisins in chocolate. I'm trying to think of there is a bar, isn't there, with raisins in, like a real awesome. Um, it's not a boost. Don't think boosts have got raisins in, have they? No, sir. I've had my fair share of boosts, not a raisin to be found in there. Yeah, exactly. It's like, been <laughs> rummaging in a boost bar. Yeah, there was 
was a time. You know <laughs> there was a time that I went to the store. Right the beard, dude. Oh yeah. Well, Shit, dude, what's going on? Silver Fox is what's going on. That's what I'm going to tell Lisa. Ow! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell went, you. No, no, we're not getting away from this boost story real quick. I went and I bought, I bought a big pack of boost. I thought that thing was going to last me the whole trip. I don't know how many bars were in the pack, but a lot. A lot. And I, and yes, and it was a day off of shooting. I was cruising around Leeds. I just had the pack of boost with me. I mean, you know, <laughs> your boy needs a snack occasionally. <clears throat> a little sugar pick me up during the day. Oh, yeah. I ate them all in oh, the day. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Outlandish. Uh, it's awful. I am still on my weird diet, by the way. But like, we're in the studio, and Ian damn well knows that when you're in the studio, like, <laughs> like you know, like you, you're stopping it. You, you're stepping into a new oh, world. God. New rules apply. Yeah. Right. What's, yeah. What happens in the studio stays in the studio. <laughs> Not and anymore. This, this freaking chocolate <laughs> staying in the studio. Anyway, as I munch on this, uh, oh this God, chocolate bar. <laughs> yeah. Here's what, here's what we're giving away. Giveaway upcoming. We haven't done one for a while either. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. In reverse order of awesomeness, and again, these are just three um, of the bases we're giving away. We're giving away a six-string, beautiful charcoal gray F-base custom, and it's awesome. Dude, I know that base. That base is crazy, yes. It's crazy, yeah. It looks amazing, yeah. So six-string, charcoal gray F-base. Retails, I don't know, like... A kidney. A, a gazillion yeah. dollars, yes. Yeah, retails like kidney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up is a Ken Smith, brand new Ken Smith five string. I next know that one as well. Full beans, all of the beans, <laughs> and then some. Like, And that's your other kidney. Amazing. Yeah, that's – and then – yeah. The the piece of resistance, <laughs> whatever the shit that means. Anyway, is I'm gonna have. So oh. I'm holding up the banana base, right? Dude. I'm holding up the banana base in front of no, me. No, you're not giving the banana base. You're, you cannot. You can't. I'm not, I'm not giving away the banana base, but I am going to commission F base to build an exact replica of this base. Ah, dude, yes. And whoever wins it, whoever wins it, exact replica of this base, whoever wins it, they can have it banana colored if they want, or they oh. can choose a different color. If, oh. if if they don't want to go full nana, they can choose <laughs> a, a color of their choice. But other than that, I'm going to get a full replica of this base made. And uh, Wow. Yeah. How because, dare they, though, if they don't the choose banana? How exactly. dare they? The giveaway is actually... Um, it's kind of at the same time, around the same time that we're releasing the album. And so we wanted to kind of sort of like mix the two together. Okay. So like we're mixing the two together. Hey, if you like the bass that I did the album with, we've got the giveaway going on. I'm going to give away a, an exact replica of that banana base. I'm going to get it built for you, the winner, and you can have it in banana or the color of your choice. So that's the, uh, <laughs> wow. that's what we do for the giveaway. That's coming up. Um, I think end of September, beginning of October, around that time. So yeah, so make sure that everybody's like keeping keeping a lookout on your uh, your inbox because that email is going to be coming out. I can't wow. believe that you're going to eat this chocolate bar on the podcast. Do you know that that oh, is yeah. a huge podcast faux pas? Just chowing down right on the. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this, ch- this is Scott still on my diet, Divine. This is Scott still on my diet, but I'm at the studio, so I get to eat chocolate bars, Divine. <laughs> this is my carnivore diet, and this is one meaty chocolate bar. It is meaty. Oh. <laughs> Uh, hey, I gotta tell you though, I gotta tell you, you are looking good. You're looking good. How how do you feel? You've been doing this diet right. for a long time. <laughs> You're just down in this chocolate good. bar. Yeah. So, yeah. for anybody who doesn't know, I've been doing a uh, carnivore diet for uh, thirty days. The well, I'm not I'm not at thirty days yet, but I'm fa- I'm a fair way in. I have sort of like fallen off the uh, wagon a couple of times. <laughs> That's all good. <laughs> like, like like right now, <laughs> uh, but for the most part, you know, like ninety five percent of the last sort of like three weeks, I've just yeah. eaten like meat, full carnivore diet. Um, and the reason I do it, I do it very regularly. The reason I do it is because I suffer from inflammation. And it's a really great way for me to cut out all of the inflammation out of my body and it kind of sort of like brings me back to ground zero again. So, um, yeah, so it's great sort of like in terms of my play and in terms of everything that's my entire body. And the also the other benefit of it is that you definitely lose a few inches around the <laughs> around the midsection as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all oh, a benefit as well, yeah. So, yeah, I'm feeling great, man. Climbed a mountain at the weekend. Dude, took I, story I of El Bellen. So for anybody that doesn't know, we've got a mountain range. Well, you know, well, it is. There's various mountains in, in England. Um, but we've got a mountain range called the Lake District up in the north of England. For you Game of Thrones fans, just under the wall. Ah, like cool. Just south of the wall. The wall actually does exist. It's called Hadrian's Wall that was built by a... Uh, uh, like a friendly Roman chap called Hadrian, and they named the wall after him, as you would expect. But anyway, they've got the Lake District, and um, Scarfell is the biggest, that's the biggest mountain in England, and we did Helvellyn, which is a second. Um, and it was wow. a blast, because we'd never done anything like that. We've been on hikes and stuff like that, but not, to, you know, we haven't been walking for like six hours, you know. And I was saying to Ian earlier, it was basically like the first section of it, like the route that we picked to go up it, um, was like, yeah, freaking brutal. It was like going up a really steep staircase for an hour and a half. Good Lord. It was, it was a blast. It was amazing. So what we're going to do, what we're going to try and do before before October, before the weather turns starts turning, although we've had a shit summer, to be honest. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to get any more, but, like any decent weather. But what we're going to try and do is we're going to try and do another walk probably up Helvellyn again, and we're going to do a overnight camp as well up there. So we're like proper wild camping up there in the middle of nowhere. Temperature's going to drop up there. It's going to be freaking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> loving it. Dude, I love it. Oh, it's so great. I, I, while you guys were doing that, I was doing some, I was doing some, you know, music project on the weekend and, you know, Dash was like, dad, can we, can we go outside and do something? I'm like too busy doing, (laughs) doing all this stuff. And then I like, I check my phone and it's like, Oh, Scott's climbing a mountain with his kids. (laughs) I'm like, I'm playing the bass. Go away. Not really, but God, dude, it really hit me. I was like, Oh, okay. I got to get outside with Dash. We got, we got to do some stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard though, yeah. isn't it? Like sometimes it's hard to do. It's easier to go and do something big. Yes, for sure. Like plant to, that freaking stake in the ground. Right. Like we're going to go do this freaking awesome thing. Right. It's big. It's like it's much easier to do that rather than you know Saturday afternoon and stories like, hey, do you want to do like do you want to do something? And 
what do you want to do then? Oh, I don't know, Dad. I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, we don't have to try and figure it out. So, I right. I'm trying to be more um, intentional about doing stuff, making it. Otherwise, we kind of sort of I just waste the days a little yeah, bit. Sit around and, yeah, yeah, exactly. I know. Well, I definitely am guilty of that. And I mean, <clears throat> for me too, it's like there's, I'm still balancing, trying to figure out how to do um, gigs and. Mm other content stuff and you know and i find that i shove all that stuff into the weekend and then i'm like then i need another weekend it's not <clears> good <throat> it's not good yeah it's a struggle for me man i because yeah. i love doing it but then i find that like oh man i'm i am really missing out on opportunities to like hang out with my family and i think like oh it'll be fine from here to here i'll do but it always takes longer I mean, the last night Emily was like, are you working too hard? I'm like, I am working too hard. Just trying to like fit it all in. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Fitting yeah. it all in because during the week I'm SBL baby, like full steam yeah, ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the weekend I'm like, oh yeah, I can still do every other thing. Yeah. And sometimes yeah, you gotta get super militant with your time. Don't you like, yeah. I am. well, you know, I am. You saw, have you seen my calendar? My calendar yeah. like, and there's upsides. The upsides are I squeeze every little ounce of, you know, juice out of the week, every, every, everything. The yes. downside is that I get zero downtime ever because it, within the week, somebody's like, oh, should we, can we have a meeting about this thing? Well, you take it. Like, when have you said, oh, there's this guy, should we have a meeting with him? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, well, like next Thursday between <laughs> one thirty and two thirty, that's free. Other than that, no, can't yeah. do. It. Other the than that, twenty twenty five. Yeah, it's like yeah. a bit like that. So there's downsides too, but I think that the the downsides outweigh the uh, upsides. And I think that I don't know. I just I'm like a massive, um, massive fan of scheduling your time and making sure that you're spending the time on the stuff that's actually going to move the needle because the stuff, and, and, and this is true for bass playing as well and being a musician, mm. the stuff that you, that you gravitate towards naturally because it feels like it's going to be fun and all of that stuff. Yes. Is often, not always, but often not the stuff where that's going to make the difference. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's yes. like, I, I, I use this analogy all the time. No, no, there's like 10 levers in front of us, 10 levers, and one of them levers is going to give you outsized results. Right. The other levers are going to give you meh, you know, <laughs> crap results or whatever. And it even gets more interesting when you think that the 10 levers in front of you, some of them are going to give you, let's say, so let's say you've got all of these opportunities in front of you. You've got 10 levers that you can pull in front of you. You're a station master. You're a station master. You've got these, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you these levers, yeah. right, that you can yes, pull. Yes, Ten of them, right? And some of them are going to give you, you know, like uh, pitiful results, whatever. You know, results that don't actually matter in the, in the, in the, in the big scheme of things. Yeah. But three of them are actually, because normally I say one of them is going to give you all the results, right? But let's say this time three of them are is going to give you the, the, yes. the results that you're looking for. Okay, so let's, obviously, we're like, okay, let's get rid of the seven. We're going to pull the three, but you can only pull one. Mm -hmm. You can only pull one of these three. Here's the interesting thing, that of those three, some of them are going to be really hard to pull. Mm -hmm. They're going to be incredibly hard to pull. And they, they all give you the same result, though. They all... But one of them is really easy. 
you know, it's like an asymmetric shape, you know, like an asymmetric shape. So like yes. small input, large <clears throat> out. But some of them will be large input, input, <laughs> sort of like small output. So it's sort of like figuring out. I think that when you get into sort of like scheduling your time and thinking about not only scheduling your time, but then also the things that you plop into the time boxes that you create, making sure that the stuff that's going in the time boxes, you prioritize them in 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 like an, an order of impact towards the actual goal that you're trying to right. accomplish, right? So, right. yeah, I know that I'm really... I suppose that would require setting goals. You set go. you like... Oh, you know, yeah, no. Oh, yes, yes. Very good goal setter. <laughs> I, I wonder... You crushed it with the with the, uh, the HX stomp packs. That's true. It was a long goals, time coming. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long time coming. What, let me ask you this: Why do we? Why do? Why do we? Asking for a friend here. <laughs> why do <laughs> we pull the wrong levers? Knowing uh, now, I'm saying levers. Jesus Christ! Why do we pull the wrong levers <laughs> when uh, when we know? That we're actually pulling when we know if we move one hand over and pull this one, it's going to be an outsized result, as you would say. Why do we, for a friend, pull uh, the wrong because lever? Because we're not logical. Because I, I don't think that that for the most part we actually don't. We're really Ill, Ill, unol, uh, what's the word? Illogical. The way that we think. Yeah. We actually think with what we want to do. I want to do this. I want to do feels, that. Feelings. Yeah. Or what? What's enjoyable? Mm-hmm. You know. Like we've got a freaking awesome content team, right? Yeah. Um, shout out to obviously Lydia, Sharon, Connor, all of the amazing editors that we've got. A great content team, right? And we have to check ourselves all the time. And you and Lydia and Sharon have just been brainstorming these sort of like meeting structures and stuff like that that we're going to use weekly and stuff. And the reason why we need them in place is because if we just got, all got on a call, we because we love creating. It's carnage. Like, let's, let's just create awesome stuff. <laughs> Let's just create awesome videos. It's we just like creating, so we have yes. to, you know, get these things in place to help us, like frameworks in place and structures to help us fi- think more logically about what we're trying to achieve. It's so true. Sometimes the answer is right there. Sometimes we're holding the answer in our hands, but because we want to go create something, we're like, eh, you know, I want to go create something. I was. There's a guy called, I think, Tiago Forte is his name, and he wrote um, he wrote something called, uh, we're going down an entrepreneurial business sort of like <laughs> rabbit hole here, but it was interesting. I was just listening to it yesterday, and uh, he wrote a book called um, How to Build a Second Brain. I think that's what it's called. It's really interesting, actually. And, um, and, he, and he, he, his business was going through sort of like some hard times and stuff like that last year. They were trying to figure some stuff out. And he said he found an asset on the website, repackaged it, and sold it, and made hundreds of thousands of dollars out of it. And he said, and the lesson was, he said it had been sitting on his website mm. for like six years. Right. But he just needed that little bit of pressure, that, you know, that tension yes. to like, oh, shit, we need to really buckle up and we need to save this company. We need to do something special to sort of like refocus him in a different way. And he was like, huh, that thing that's just been sitting there on the website for six years, maybe we could get that and repackage it in a different way. He did that, sold it as a product, 
hundreds of thousands of dollars. Interesting. And right there, he was, and it could have been so easy, it would have been so easy for him to be like, oh, let's create something new. Let's go do yes. this new thing. Yes, yes. Because new shiny objects is always better than the thing that you've of got. Of course. But, okay, but let me, let me ask you this. In terms of, like, bring it to, let's bring it to bass players and let's bring it to, you know, thinking about the choices we make at, as artists. Because I'm not convinced that the outsized result lever lever is is the one that artists always need to pull or and let me i'm gonna throw this back at you because if you are thinking only business brain think about this record that you just made if you're thinking only business brain you should have done a deep dive into spotify top 50 figured out what the best genre for getting the most exposure for getting the biggest amount of sales but you chose to make a fusion record. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And because why? Well, there's, there's, there is sort of like some secret. <laughs> there's, there's not a secret. There's, there's a, a secret. Uh, what's the word? <clears throat> Something came to me. A question came to me actually a few weeks ago. And I was like, huh. Um, so, but why a fusion? So ultimately, because I'm a massive fusion fan and it had a huge impact on me, and it was really why I picked up the bass, was listening to fusion music, listening to Alan Holdsworth and Scuddy Sverison, listening to John Patitucci and the Chick Korea Band, listening to Tribal Tech, listening to all of the... And, and people don't make music like that, not so much anymore at all. It's very... Right. It moved in a completely different direction. and And I wanted to... Kind of sort of like, a, well, a couple of different things. I, I love that music. I also had a great friend who loved that music as well. So Simon King loves that yes, music. Yes, yes. So when I pitched Simon on the idea, I was like, hey, we should do an album. How about doing a fusion album? No, unapologetically fusion. Let's just go do it. And he was like, yeah, because he loves it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's part of it. And that's all of it, really. That's the most part. But I did. I actually followed somebody for a while. Um, I read read a book of his. Uh, and he mentioned that one of his goals, actually, one of his life goals was always to be in the, Olymp- the, in the Olympics. He had an injury um, and, and had to quit his main, his main sport. Yeah. And a year or so afterwards, he was like, he still had this freaking itch. He was like, I really want to, like all of his childhood, he wanted to be in the Olympics. And he was like, I still really want to be in the Olympics. How can I do it? Because I can't do the sport because I've got this injury. So I can't do this particular sport anymore. So he thought to himself, and I love this idea. He, he thought to himself, well, I'm going to pick the easiest sport to do in the Olympics. The one, the unpopular one that barely anybody <laughs> does. Okay? Sure. Yes. So to get I, in. Yeah. And he did. And he trained like a beast and he mm. got onto the team and he went and did it. And he actually <laughs> got and did the Olympics and he did it. And although it wasn't sort of like a pure passion thing, he wanted to tick that box for him, for his childhood, for that dream that he had in his childhood. Yeah. And I was like, and so he was really strategic about it. And I was thinking about him and I was like, I wonder, and it could go the other way, right? It could be that nobody gives a shit about fusion music anymore and, and, and nobody will listen to the album. But it also, what an easy lane. What an easy, I ain't, I mean, I know who what else you mean. is doing Exactly, it? yep, right. Who else? 
are there people like me that used to love fusion music when it was like, you know, when lots of bands were doing it? Of course there are. Of course. course. Yes. Right. So actually it might be sort of like a, a happy kind of sort of a happy accident that, you know, that, Oh, we might actually do relatively well within the jazz fusion sort of like world. Yeah. uh, That's true. Yeah. So interesting, but yeah. But, but the, but you never would have chosen it had you not liked it. Like if you didn't like fusion, I mean, well, and there'd be no prayer, right? Because like playing it is so difficult. Always different. Yeah, yes. I think the goal, that's where the goal matters, doesn't it? So what's mm. the goal for the musician, for the artist mm. or the, so whoever's trying to become better at whatever instrument, what is the, the actual goal that you're trying to reach? And then, you know, reversing back from that and then asking yourself of all of the levers I can pull, which ones are going to give me the outsized results to get me to that, to that specific thing. Back to goal setting. Of course. Yeah, it's the goal, the goal. Setting. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's, yeah. it's very cool. I just, I wanted to shine a light on that because I think that you, I mean, yes. Okay. Who's doing it? That's a good point. Obviously, you know, you're making content around it. Um, that'll go into the, that'll go into the company. I mean, you know, you'll be teaching these baselines. It'll be a part of SPL, but to me, this, this is like, it's cool because you took a risk on art. You took a risk on, uh, there, there probably were other levers that you could have pulled that would have been a bigger result financially. But this one you did because you liked it. And I think that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Like the financial side, mm-hmm. I didn't take into consideration at it. was never a, a right. consideration. I was just sort of like, let's make something cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's make something cool. And, and, you, and don't, you, don't you think you need that? Like as an artist, as a creator, it can't always be, it can't always be numbers Maybe it should always be goals, but it can't always be numbers, right? Because what's the what's the Seth Godin quote, right? If you just optimize or if you just try to if optimize. If you can take any website and keep on optimizing it for clicks, every website would end up a porn site right. if you just optimize for clicks. So what you've got to do is have a a um, a vision, a goal that you're pointing towards, and then you optimize for that. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, the yeah, numbers, yeah, yeah. That's where the numbers come into play. So I think the numbers are really important, but they have to point at the goal. Yes. Because if they don't point at the goal, that's when you start sort of like, yeah, falling off. It's like more, 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 more. Yeah, you end up sort of like <laughs> rapping on TikTok and you're like, oh, how did I? And that is sort of like, you know, shade against any rappers on TikTok. You go do your thing. Like, I was actually listening to somebody recently who, um, what was his name? Um, let me have a look on my um, podcast library. Dude, I'm going to go start rapping on TikTok now. I'll be like, why Yo, I rock the mic? Killing it. <laughs> and he is actually, um, I was listening to his, I was, I'm just pulling up a podcaster. I was listening to, so Connor Price. I don't Connor know Price? Connor Price. No. Go check him out. He, he so he's on YouTube as well. Let me just see. Um, skip. Let me just see how many subs he's got on uh, Connor. So if you write Connor in YouTube, Connor Price comes up first. Really? He's got two point two million subs. Um, I would think it would I'll, be I'll, maybe like Connor I'll, I'll tell you the views on his last few. few he, he looks like he does one, two a month, maybe, or maybe maybe more than more. Actually, one a week. Okay, 
Here's his views from last Conor week. Conor McGregor comes up first for me. It's it 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 knows you, so oh, it, maybe, it puts yeah, Conor maybe, Price first. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so two hundred thirty thousand, three hundred ninety thousand, four hundred thousand, hundred thirty thousand, two hundred forty. Like this guy's exploding. Four hundred thousand, oh. one million. Like anyway, so he went. I, I listened to a lot of. Um, I listened to a lot of uh, business podcasts, and um, and him and his his wife or girlfriend. Brianna, I think her name was, yep. went on. Dude, these guys were on fire. It, from a wow. business perspective, yep. it was just like, yeah. It was eye-opening, eye-opening. And they are making about three dollars to $400,000 a month on Spotify. Great. What? How yeah. is that even possible? Doesn't Spotify pay you like in like in happy thoughts? Well, that and, was the and pennies like, cut yeah. in half. Like, well, she she's sort of like so the so the girlfriend or wife. She's the actually they both got the same name, so it's the, the wife. So the, the wife is like a marketing nerd behind the sort of like the enterprise and sort of like running the operations as well. So and she was really pushing back against this. She was like. If you approach in the right way, hmm. you could make a lot of money on Spotify. It was, yeah, they're killing yeah, it. But I mean, I look at this guy. I mean, okay, so here, here's the difference between you and me. I see this guy and I see him with standing with his wife and I'm sure that, and they're very beautiful and they're young and Canadian American rapper. And I'm like, why haven't I heard of this guy? And and then I, you know, hear, oh, like business model on Spotify. And to me, it turns me off to wanting to listen to the music. Why? It's because you think it's, uh, you feel like it's, so if you'd watched any of the videos, you'll yeah. love it first. This is, right. this is more up your street than my street. This is your line. <laughs> they are possibly also creating a new style of, I guess, sort of like music creation, hmm. which is based on shorter form. Like it's, it's so up your street. Um, God damn the turn off for you, I think, is knowing that, Oh, there's some freaking smart dudette behind the scenes who is measuring everything and she understands exactly. And they're very, and it's the music and the content and how they're, how they're marrying the two to actually drive Spotify streams. It's, it's certainly not that it's a, that it's a woman behind the scenes engineering. I mean, at least I hope I don't think it's that there, but, but there is something that pings me a little like, uh, about like the married couple that does, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's, maybe it's just from a little bit of my like burnout in CCM Christian world. Like, are these, like, I, I wonder if they're in that community. They look like they could be, but oh, no, that, he, he's killing as well. Yeah. He's he's okay. Crying. Okay, dude, fine. I'll check it out. <laughs> check it out, dude. Check it out. Anyway, anyway. I'll be like, oh, I'm the bigger, Con I'm the biggest Connor Price fan ever. I'll come back. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we should talk about caps. We should oh. talk about caps. Let's switch gear. Listen, I got so many thoughts about this. I'm sure you do too. What, I do. do you, I mean, where do we even begin? So the what question is, about? yeah, or the what we were, what we sort of like thought might be a great angle for this is what are our favorite cabs specifically to gig with, mm. and 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 I mean. Dot 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 
that you have to take to the gig yourself. Because if we right, sit right, right, here right. and we're going right, to sort right, of right. like suddenly gravitate to us, oh, great, wicked, right? But let's, let's sort of like bring ourselves back down to sort of like, you know, bring ourselves back down to earth. <laughs> yes. Favorite cabs to gig with. And what we've got is three categories, okay? Favorite size, mm. favorite makes, and cabs that we've had bad experiences with aka oh. we hate <laughs> oh you're talking about cabs we hate hey dude oh i yeah. just hate these cabs i think you need to add one more thing though i think um size and speaker size are two different categories like Ooh. because there's four tens that are big and four tens that are compact i think it yes. should be size of enclosure okay. and speaker size actually okay so speaker size first maybe maybe yeah Speaker size, and then size of enclosure, maybe. Maybe that's sort of like one broad, broader category. I mean, okay, here's a deal. At on the count of three, we're both gonna say the 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 cabinet that we would have if like just the first one that comes to mind. You know what I mean? Like not the brand, but just what's the speaker configuration? Are you ready? One, two, two three. three. Four ten. That one. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. That one. Oh, shout out to Alex at Barefaced. That. What is that? That's their. What is that thing? Dude, let me. Should, I'm gonna. I'm yeah, just gonna you're mobile on. today. You're mobile today. Yeah. What is this thing? It, it is. is his big baby. Big, big, no, big twin. Three. Big twin three. That's right. Three. It's a two twelve with a horn. Yeah, it's a beast. Yeah, it shakes the place. If, if I, I will say, with the caveat of, um, if I was, if I wasn't, no, even if I was sat here, okay, here's one for you, barefaced, or over there, you can't see that four by ten Eden, non-ported. You're asking me. Yeah, barefaced. Barefaced. For sure, but but I, but I know what you mean by the four ten. I, I come back to the four ten all the time. It's like a comfort zone for me. It's yeah. the cab, you know, like I got a PV carpet covered four ten back in the day. I love it, and right now I'm playing um, a two twelve that I really like that Javier Sinobas made. Now he's his company's out of business, supply chain, COVID. He no called way. it quits. It's, yeah, it's too bad because he oh, was wow. so cool. He was so active on Instagram. I mean, he is still cool. I mean, he's yeah. still with us. Um, he just, his company isn't with us anymore, which is a bummer. But man, I'm playing one of his cabs that he sent over to me, 212s. It's very cool. Um, but yeah, my... I don't know. The first so one that I can think of. In, two twelve in one cab though, yeah? Yeah, two yeah. Two twelves in one cab. And but it's way smaller than that bare face. And it doesn't have I mean, I think it has a tweeter, but it doesn't have that same big horn and same big port section. It doesn't sound like that cabinet. That cabinet is what a cabinet monster. Sounds yeah. it's a fucking monster. <laughs> it shouldn't yeah. be called bare faced, it should be called bear killer. Because you could kill bears with it. <laughs> Or like I was bear out mace. 
Oh, the Grizzly Mountains, whatever they're called. You know, the Grizzly Mont- Mountains, dude. I'd be taking one of them with me in a freaking five string. Watch out, man. Your mind's dude. coming. No, I, and, you know, I will say, too, I mean, shout out to Alex at Bareface. It's uh, yeah. it's uh, fairly portable. I mean, you might be able to do a, a few Here, a few steps dude, in the woods. Yeah, check it out. I actually won. I went over there and, and I went to, like, move it. And I was like, oh, it's actually. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, and it's got casters on it. Yes, yeah, so you can tilt it back. Yeah, you can. At a stretch, you could. And, and bear in mind, like, I'm not like a, you know, I wasn't going to say I'm a weak human, but I'm not sort of like, <laughs> I don't want to sort of like lug massive loads of gear around. Right. But you could definitely do that on your own. You could oh, for do sure. It. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, like that would be mine. That'd be mine. But I do know what you mean about four tens, uh, specifically the kind of sort of like the tightness of the the tens the res- it's got a certain different it's a, a different response than twelves it's a faster attack it's just something yeah yeah there, there's something too about you know like i always thought as a kid i always thought oh 18s are going to give you all this bass or 15s mm. and then you'd get one of those cabs and they they kind of all sounded like this to me and they yeah. didn't have the low end that i was looking for and then some smart person told me about surface area of cone and that like if you have four 10 inch speakers that's going to produce more air it's going to move more air than one 18 inch speaker because you have more cones working together there's companies that have a bunch of like little speakers you know in a box working together i've never been able to just get on board aesthetically with with that stuff where there's like a bunch of sixes in a box you know some of them are heavy like the phil jones stuff is really heavy at at least it was back in the day you know i love the design it looked pretty cool but i just like it see i can't i cannot get on board i I like the sort of like i I love the way that the eq and stuff was laid out and the box and stuff i I couldn't get away with the little speakers yeah Yeah. i don't know just looks like (laughs) like like i'm a giant man and the little tiny speakers i've never been into it (laughs) and they weren't super light either right so what's the point? I, I, I'm, sure, I'm assuming there is a point. Like I'm just, you know, I'll, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll admit my ignorance here. But like, but what's the point if they're not really light? <laughs> you know, I think it's, the, I, I think it's that argument. Of, <laughs> sir, it's like probably fast yeah. response, but there's a bunch of speakers, yeah, so maybe. you have a fast response, but you've got all this bottom because there's a bunch of surface area of cone moving air. I'm sure they're great. I just I am often motivated more by aesthetics than I are than I am with sound. I, dude, if something looks terrible, it's it gonna, could yeah. it could sound the best, and I won't even consider it. And that's on me. That's like yeah, 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 vanity yeah. and stupid, but it's true. It's true. If stuff if stuff just doesn't meet, and it could look fine for someone else, that's fine. But there's like brands and makes and stuff that I'm like, no, I I won't do it because I don't like the way it looks, and that's silly. But it's just true. It, well, no, but you know, like it's good that you're transparent about it. And you can actually say it. So speaker size tens. Cab size four by ten, yeah. For me, even though right now I'm playing a I'm playing a two twelve and really enjoying it, but I kind of dude, I had an experience on a gig where I brought my stuff and then a guy had a backline and he had an SVT. He was like, I've got an SVT rig on a backline. I'm like, oh dude. He's like, you can use it if you want. I'm like, great. Outdoors, plugged in, it was an SVT and a four ten. 
and like Ampeg sort of bigger 410. And yeah. it w- and do, I plugged into it and played a couple of notes. And you know how I know it was awesome? Because everybody in the band went like this. <laughs> they all looked at me and went, whoa. And the guitar player was like, damn, that sounds good. No one has ever said that about my rig. And you know what I mean? In the band, like, I was like, oh, God damn it. It's SVT. Weird, yeah. SVT uh, got something going on. There yeah. We go. Yeah. So um, cool. Yeah. So um, I'm looking at our categories here. So yeah. what about, what about. Actually, why haven't you got two one by twelves just for portability? I'm sure that somebody's thinking that. Is it just circumstantial? You got a two by twelve because look, God, I I am gonna offend people, and I'm sorry. I you don't. better not say it because it looks cooler. <laughs> two little little speakers stacked on each other? No, dude. I'm sorry. You know, no, no. You don't like the vibe? No, I do. I do. I um I do like the way that Vanderclay. Here's the thing. I like the way the Vanderclay head presents. I like the way that rig sounds, but if I were going to buy that rig, the head I think is absolutely beautiful and minimal and lovely, but I personally don't want the red baffle and I would want a bigger cabinet, like a more Yeah, like I would want something that was contained in one thing. I don't like the look of the modular 212 where you're stacking 112s and everybody does it and it's that's all what good I, yeah, that's what i do yeah i do two do you, trick fish 12s yeah ah, do, and you like that do you you dig the sound you like the vibe you like the way it looks you go back and you look at it you go God, i like that like, i think the bare face like yeah i've got a yeah i've got a car situation my car, I can't fit, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I've got a fancy-ass car that I can't fit. I know what's behind that laugh, Allison. Dude, we're going to have to do a whole pod dedicated to your car. <laughs> and how when you accelerated in it with me and I was watching my phone, my phone hit me in my face because it was so fast. <laughs> it's a little nippy. It's a little nippy. Yes, it well, is. Yeah, like if I could take any, if I could fit the bare face in the in the in the car, the bare face would be going in. Maybe I could actually, but I'd do the bare yeah, face. Squeeze it but in there, man. On gigs, I'm doing two two trick fish one by twelves. Sounds sounds good. Sounds good. Yes, but, it, but it, I just it hasn't got the breadth that that bare face has got. That yeah. sort of like angry bear kind of like it's just that yeah. felt so. Remember, can you remember in the studio where we put the that bare face against the two by twelves. Yeah. So it was... what we did, we did two Vanderclay two by twelves against the two bare the, the bare one the one bare face cab two by twelve. It was like a different universe. It was. Yeah, it, it was, was crazy. And the Vanderclay stuff sounds awesome, but it, yeah, it's it more like great. it's like tighter, politer. Yeah. Um, yeah, the bare face is crazy. And also, hey man, shout out to Trickfish um, because those guys make really cool stuff. They also make new, they're coming out with new stuff. I played some of their new stuff at NAM and it was very cool. I've got one of their little 112s under my studio desk oh, that I rock God. for like just, you know, my little in studio spot. But here's the other thing, dude. I have never been convinced that small cabs at a gig work as well as like a mm-hmm. big cab. You know, people are like, oh, yeah, man, you stack up those 112s and it's awesome. I don't know. For whatever reason, I think I had, I played some gig once where I played through somebody's rig and they had a couple of 112s. I think it was Aguilar and it sounded yeah. good, but it just didn't. 
Like it didn't give me the like I just want the the bottom. You know what I mean? I want it to feel like it's moving underneath me. Um, one of my favorite rigs though from Aguilar is their old big heavy four ten and the DB seven fifty. DB that rig is monster. Yeah, monster. that's the rig, isn't that? I think oh. yeah. Dream dream gigable rig. DB seven fifty on a bare face. Oh, um, it would be. What are these called again? What are these? That is a big twin three. Big twin three. God damn, that'd be a great rig. Yeah. But I will tell you, man, the the Aguilar DB seven fifty for how beautiful it is is a. It is the heaviest forty two pounds. I think it weighs forty two pounds. It's like, I was just like, good god! Like it's the heaviest forty two pounds I've ever lifted in my life. It's all love you, Aguilar. But man, oh man, that's a heavy. Yeah. Can I ask like an offshoot question? Yeah. Have you ever played through a cab that really surprised you where you were like, whoa, that was interesting? You just weren't expecting it to be as good as it was. Now, obviously, you you spoke about the SVT, but is there any other cabs that you played through and you were just like, Wow, that I expected that to be really terrible, and it actually was freaking awesome. You know, it might not be you know as good as you know like a four by ten or whatever your dream rig is, but just it was really surprising to you. Yeah, I've yes, two, I've got two. You got two. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll I'll give you mine. I played a guy's orange rig at a at a gig. It was on backline, and I had never. I mean, I've always thought those were cool. But I've, I don't know, like I've never really considered it. And like the guy had an orange rig. It was there, you know, it was like a, the 200 watt tube head. And then I think it was just 15s or something. And I don't think I, you know, I'm like, oh, I'd never like 15s. And then yeah. sometimes I'll plug into a 15 that I'm like, oh, damn, this is, this sounds really good. So yeah, I guess for me, it was an orange rig. I think it was just a single 15, kind of a big cabinet. And that head, it sounded awesome to me. And I know there's others, but that's the one that comes to mind. What about for you? For me, hit, hit, one, one's over here. That bag end down there. Oh, dude. yeah, dude. That bag end 15. Was, ELF technology, was, baby. Was, I, I say was. It, well, yeah, like, you know, past tense, because I just sort of like, I killed it. It's dead. <laughs> that was a beast. I when remember I, I those. Like, it was just, remember them, like, everybody yes. plays. Tucci played them, Elaine Caron. Everybody yes. played the bag end stuff, right? The bag end, that 115, I gigged it to death. It's as heavy as sin, but it's 115. It's tiny. You can throw it. It's just like solid. Yeah, oh, right. Oh, throw it downstairs. <laughs> it's going to survive, right? So that I was really surprised by. Huh. Um, and then isn't it interesting that both of us uh, had the, uh, this weird, surprising kind of experience with 15s? And the yes. other one was a 15 mark base um, cab as well. That was badass. That was awesome. And it was super light. It was super light. Crazy. Mark base. I bet you've (sighs) never owned one because it's yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, you (laughs) you called me out, dude. That's the thing I was thinking of. I mean, look, like... (laughs) They could sound better than anything I've ever played. I can't, I can't hang. And it's not just the color yellow, because I love your, I love the banana base, but it's sort of the like industrial or like construction site Got it. vibe. Yeah, vibe, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, 
Yeah. It, it's man. And I get real persnickety about font. I mean, and that's, that is on me. So anybody listening, that's like, Oh, you know, Ian thinks Merc base is bad. No, 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 no. I'm bad. I'm the one that's bad. I'm just like, I will show Emily stuff and I'll be like, what do you think of this? And she's like, it'll be an amp or a base or a headstock or a logo. And she's yeah. like, what do you mean? And I'm like, just look at it. Look at this stupid font. And she's like, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, Mark Bates, those one by 15 cabs, yeah. I recommended them to so many people for so long because they're, they were like, and they've gone up in price now, I think. But like back in the day when they first launched, they were really affordable. Yeah. And they were gigable. You could do a gig with yes. 115. Yeah, and that's cool. They were cheaper than 2 by 12 So when somebody came to me and they were like, I have no money. I need a cab to gig with. Yes, what? that's loud, that can do that's it. Loud, yeah. that can do it. I'd be like, 115 Mark Base. Yeah. yeah. There they, is, and, and just, you know, suffer that it's covered in carpet. Maybe, maybe they're not covered in carpet anymore. Maybe not. They have maybe. those interlocking pl- big plastic corners. and. Ugh. Oh, they had the plastic corners, yeah. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I just want I, I want a base manufacturer. Hey, right. anybody out there that's thinking about building cabinets, take I, – I, there are enough people out there that want design inspiration from classic guitar brands. That's something that I feel like bass just doesn't look at. Who's making stuff that looks cool like Marshalls? Who's making stuff that looks cool like High Watt Vox? It's yeah. all this like bass players are in this sort of like, well, it needs to be rugged. And so we're going to make it look like, you know, hard hats. And dude, it yeah. kills me. I want I want an aesthetic that throws back to like vintage guitar era. But again, that's just because I'm a jerk. Shout out to Noble. I th- I think that their their branding and the, like their the like the the heads and the preamps and the oh I just think it looks so awesome. Do you know too that Jack Roan won't make um, those heads anymore because you know what that dude does to make the heads? Talk about pulling levers. That dude goes out to the wood store and the buys wood, wood and stuff. Yeah, yeah and yeah. and like. <laughs> You know, and makes the head boxes. So he figured out that that lever is is really hard to pull. Yes, results are not going to be great. I know. <laughs> oh, and- actually, you know, the results are going to be great, but the the financial sort of like side Dude. of it. Ain't going to be so great for him. Yeah. When he made me my first, <laughs> he made a white, a big noble head, oh, um, the, the white it. one. I ended yeah. up giving that back to him. And I, I have now a smaller black one that I play a lot in. It's killing. But when he made that, I was like, oh man, are you going to, you know, do you want me to do a campaign on this? You should like, like, let's go, let's sell some of these. Let's do it. You know? And he was like, let's hold off because they're so brutal to make. And he said to me, you know, I think he charged when I bought mine, I think he charged two grand for them. And he was like, I, I would need to charge so much more to make it worth my time. And I was like, yeah. I'm like, then do it. He was like, I can't. I can't actually in good conscience. I was like, what would you need to charge? And I think, you know, he was like, I don't know, you know, four grand or something. I'm like, do it. People will pay that. And yeah. he's like, I can't do it. 
And and so, you know, there again, you know, me being like just because I do think it's worth it, actually, a hand built cabinet, the yeah. noble pre inside with whatever power module he uses, I think just the ice um, yeah. might be something different, man, I think it's worth it. But he's like, I can't in good conscience do that. And I think that's cool. Jack Rohn. I think you should do it. Dude, we'll get to switch gears because Alan's going to kick, kick me in the butt in a minute because we've got a live stream. We've got a live stream in 15 minutes. We need to time to sound. He's like nervous so, over there. Uh, give, us, yeah. give us your top, give us the top cabs that you, that like you just had bad experiences with where you're just like, oh, oh. Cabs or you turn up on a gig and you're like, oh no. Or you're worried. Yeah. Or you've just never had a good experience with. And I do apologize about the people that I'm about to mention. I do, but I'm just today. I like, I just haven't had a good experience with them. There, there is a, there was, there was a church gig that I used to play that had a house rig and it was a, a SWR amp Ooh, that went into a GK. It's on my list. It's too many miles on my list, dude. It is. Yeah. And I just look, look. Maybe I don't want to throw any company under the bus. I guess maybe I just have, but I had to work really hard to get it to like it was so bright. And I don't know if that was coming from SWR head or the GK cab, but man, I'm turning down tweeters. I'm turning down treble. I'm really trying to make this thing sound warm and useful for me because it was just wildly bright. Um, yeah, I guess that's the, that's the zone for me. I've, I've played some SWR stuff that's killing, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. I think the Triad 410 actually was, I've played that cab some and really enjoyed it. The old, like the old silver grill, Dude, silver grill. I just have not got on, got on with any of that stuff. Like SWR. Red, yeah. Do you know the combo, the 210 combo with the red front? The redhead. Yes. I fucked the redhead. <laughs> Seriously. No, 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 like, no. no. <laughs> I've turned up on gigs and I'm like, oh no. I'm honestly, oh, I'm wow. like, no. yeah, I just can't get away with it. Now it might be that they're just a house rig and they've just been gigged to death because right. at one point in time, everybody's like, oh, get the redhead, you know, but I just have yeah, I've had bad experiences. And then also I had a four by 10, I bought a four by 10 as well. SWR, SWR four by 10 and it couldn't get away with it. Whatever mm, I did. Hmm, couldn't, and I had, yeah, I didn't um, like it. Yeah, and the one I had before, that was a heart key. Freaking heart key. <laughs> silver cones, dude. Your favorite, yeah. obviously. Silver <laughs> heart key with XLT, two ports, like a hundred million pounds of weight. Yep. And that thing killed. It was awesome. Dude, Rip, have, it, it was n another level compared with the SWR. Dude, I have love for Harkey, actually. Like those original yeah. cabs, those original 410s, I think are, are pretty sick. Um, yeah. Also, real quick shout out to Eden. Um, original Eden that was built in Montrose, Minnesota. Man, did you ever play Eden rigs? Dude, I had a Eden a combo. I had an e by, Eden 2 by 2 I killed it. I killed it. I'm looking right at it. It might be downstairs dead. Yeah, with mice freaking nested in it. I just then speaker got torn to shreds. Yeah. Uh, it would be worth someday talking about like what happened, you know, like why did Eden go away? Why did SWR sort of fall? Why did Bag End? Bag End was the huge thing. And why did it just suddenly it's just gone now? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's really it interesting just, how that yeah. stuff comes in and out of fashion. But I, I um, will say as well, just talking about like stuff that we've struggled with, I've always struggled with Ashdown stuff as well, actually. Oh. And I don't know whether it's me because some, some like friends and stuff 
love that stuff. Yeah. Love it. But like for me, I, I've always struggled with it. Getting like the sound I'm hearing in my head is not the sound coming out of that. Coming out of the yeah, speaker. Yeah. yeah. I think it might be a style thing. Sure. I mean, it's like a, it's definitely, I don't think that that was the case with the SWR. The SWR just wasn't performing like I wanted it to do. Yeah. I was like, it's just not where the Ashdown stuff, I just couldn't get the sound. I was like, it's maybe yeah. sort of like darker, maybe a little like, I don't know, more like, voiced toward rock and roll or something yeah maybe like completely different school of sound that's yeah. what i that's what i experienced but I, i've had you know not enough enough sort of like time with them to make to make that call you know really again because we've got like rob malarkey's used ashdown for a bunch of years yeah and, and he's guy pratt he sound yeah guy pratt there's some great players yeah yeah but just for me i just could, couldn't get the sound anyway dude we're gonna have to bounce otherwise alan's gonna put us on the naughty list, <laughs> we're on the naughty list. sorry on. alan he'll be bad oh alan just said we're already on the naughty list <laughs> guys thanks, yeah yeah thanks so much for listening Obviously, as I said, look out for the uh, the base giveaway that's coming up soon. Again, I'm I'm gonna get a a banana base commissioned for the winner, I- identical to the base that I use for the album. Um, and if you don't like the color, you can have it in whatever color you want. We're also <laughs> giving away a brand new five string Ken Smith, which is a beast. We're giving away a six string f base in beautiful charcoal grace it, it's gorgeous and a bunch of other stuff as well so definitely keep a look out for that and uh yeah we'll see you on the next one very soon take it easy bye take care everybody <laughs>